Sakafet, 758 St. Lucia stand up. This is Caribbean Power Lunch, where we feature Black-owned businesses. I am your host, Kevin Valley, and joining me today, we have Celine Griffith. Hello. How are you doing, Celine? I'm good, you know. I'm good too. Today we are in the presence of a regional celebrity. Yeah, boy. The man is a music producer, a web developer, yes. and he is the publisher behind Dazzle Magazine. St. Lucia, your boy Rankin Morgan is in the cabin studios today. How are you doing, Rankin? I'm well, thank you, Kevin. What an intro. <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> well, you can hire me for him. Where you go? Let's put the hang out. Yeah, I'll come and line with Tom. Is Sheila? Chela. Chela Mendes, right, 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 right. We are lucky to have you today. Yeah, and thanks me for having lucky. me. And thanks for giving me that call. I was very surprised. This is the last thing he's doing in Trinidad before he goes back to St. Lucia, you know? Yeah. yeah. I know he's been here for a whole year and uh, perfect you know? timing. Yeah. And there's a long week in the cabin studio, so we actually just spoke to um, Mr. and Mrs. Lodge. Yes. Just yesterday. So it's a long week in the cabin studios, but yeah, we're grateful that you could make and it. And I love the name cabin studios. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I see. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the apartment is always the cabin, right? And then I got yeah. a microphone, it's like, Kevin, Sokai. Very creative. So, what are you doing in general here? I'm working on a project doing SharePoint development, and this is coming to an end. I've been here for an entire year. Entire year? For entire year. Oh, so it wasn't a vacation? It wasn't a vacation at all. Even though some people may think that it's a vacation, yeah. if you look at my Instagram <laughs> stories <laughs> or but Snapchat. You know, there's always something going on here. Yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah, always something going on. And I really enjoyed it. I love Trinidadian culture. It's one of a kind. <laughs> I love the people. When you say you love the people, just say what you really yeah, want no, to say. I love the <laughs> <laughs> say what you really want to That's say. That's what I really want to say. I love the people. You know what I think? <laughs> I, yeah, I think he yeah. came for carnival yeah. on a one-way ticket right. and just decided, all right, fine, I'll go back. I came away before carnival. In fact, <laughs> when I came here, initially, I was here two weeks before carnival. That's 2017. Okay. I went to just one or two vets. But when I returned, it was after carnival. It was the first week of April. Okay. Right? Exactly one year from today. So you were here, essentially, for two carnivals. Well, I played mass in one carnival. Okay. But just the fits. Okay. But 20, the fits I attended in 2018 were not the same as 2017. Not at all. Different fits. Yeah. The ones in 27 were a little bit, let's say, conservative. <laughs> the ones in 2017? Yeah, that's 2017. So I think I went to Guardian. They had a little something. Or a little fit. <laughs> Yeah. No, no, just like oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the insurance. It was. Oh, but that's yeah. where I worked. That's where you worked. That was at the back, but it's. Oh yeah, I didn't move to that okay, one. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. 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 she's laughing. <laughs> she's like, oh yeah, that's you were. You know, mm. for the employees and stuff. Yeah. Like I was invited, okay. but this year I went to the proper feds, you know. Yeah, right, so your feds and, back and, and your work, right? So yeah. you were a web developer. Yeah. Since you graduated school back, yeah, back that's in my That's my profession. It's a profession. You know, that's what, yeah, that's the, that my first, that graduate job, which you grew into. Was that your, your first love or was that something you just decided, hey, we're good, I get a computer. That was, well, that's something I was good at because when I was at school, I, when I was in four five, when you choose the subjects, you know, to write for CXC, I did sciences, so biology, chemistry, physics, math, geo, right, English, right? So 
I was on that path, that chosen path to become an engineer, right. you know, to become a civil engineer, to be exactly, because geophysics, right, you yeah. know. So um, that was the plan. And when I went to E-level, which I did here in Trinidad at, at Polytechnic, sixth yes. form government school <laughs> in St. James, um, I did physics, geography, and math, right? So I was on that path. To become a civil engineer, but as you know, you know with UE, you know everyone in the Caribbean wants to do civil engineer, civil engineering. So I wasn't really too keen because there's a lot of pressure. You had to have top grades and stuff like that. Yeah. So I took this gap year to work, and when I did that, I took on a little IT course, you know, because you know we say well, information technology that's the thing now, you yeah. know. When you go for a job, that's what they're asking for. So I did that. And it was a a UE certificate course. And at the end of the course, I got, I think, seven A's and one B+. And I was like... So that was good motivation. I was like, hey. It's me here, boy. Yeah, 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 you know. (laughs) You know, when everybody's trying to compete to go to Central Kirsten, I look, I have a free ticket, I have a free pass. You know, so my mom at the time, she migrated to... London, and she more or less persuaded me to apply for schools. You know, I applied for three schools out there, and I got accepted to, well, three universities, I got accepted to all three. I said, oh, you know, why not? <laughs> you know, so that was the entry of doing computer studies. When I went to London now to go to school... Yeah, I played a lot of basketball. I played basketball. I played my, in my first year, and the sec- by the second year, I became the captain of my team. And also the president of the London South Bank University Basketball Association. And I did that for three years. And I did it really enjoy myself. And my studies, I did quite well because, you know, when you come from the Caribbean, I could be honest with you, the way we study is very rigid. I'm going to London, going to university and, and studying. I knew what to do, but it wasn't like a task. Whereas my white counterparts, they, they found it. Could I say that? Yeah. <laughs> it was a challenge for them. It's like, how do you know that? How do you know how to work out those math equations? Because we had a, a, a course, right, called this module. It was computer math. And it was math that I did, like, in Form 3. Right. You understand? So, like, basic algebra and these things. And, you know, and they're like, how do you know how to do that? And they looked at me as this, like, whiz kid, but I covered this already. And it's very amazing because while I was at university, I also worked. And I worked for Nike Town, London. Oh, yeah? I sold Nike, yeah. And that was, again, I think, even working there, more or less, gave me that discipline and taught me about business. Because when you work at Nike, you must know everything. You must know about the shoes, you know, yes. about cross-training, running, basketball, the different soles, what's the difference between an Max and an Air Zoom, et cetera, et cetera. And so all that you learned, how long you, you spent there? In London, I spent eight years in London. No, how long you spent in Nike? Wow. A Nike, no, I spent Nike three years in my three in my entire oh, okay. university, my university career. <laughs> yeah, uh, my time at university. You didn't want to leave. <laughs> well, the thing at Nike, when you work there, is like a lot of undergraduates work there. So everyone went to a university, and we were all young, and we were all motivated, and we were happy because we at Nike. Yeah. You know, Jordans. You know, Tiger Woods, you know, Air Max, all, 
all the, the brands or all the shoes, all the products that we know, you know, Manchester United yeah. at the time and Arsenal and even senior celebrities, you know, it was, it was great working there. However, when you got to the end of your, of university, you're ready for that graduate job. You want to work in the city now. You know, you want to get that graduate job because this is what you told. You have to go to university and you have to get that big office job mm-hmm. that would determine the rest of your life. So Nike taught me to work as a team, as a unit. It's not an individual, it's not an individual task. You know, it's everybody comes together. And I met many wonderful people. We had trainees working there as well. And we all keep in contact up to this day. Okay. But when, when I left, you know, it's a, a very funny story is that I finished university in July, right? So therefore, in August, I, I went to Solution on vacation and then I came back in mid-August for graduation. When I went back at Nike, I was applying for jobs and stuff and I got this telephone call to say, okay, you know, you have an interview the following day in the city, can you make it? Obviously, I said yes. I called in sick in order for me to go to this interview. So I go to this interview, I was asked so many different questions, I didn't know anything. And it was about web development and content management systems. I had nothing, I had no knowledge of these things. Mm-hmm. And they never taught you that in school. In school is just the coding and just the basics. Yeah. And at the end of the interview, you know, that section of that part where they asked you any questions. And, and I said, well, I don't really have any questions, but I do have a statement. <laughs> and I sold myself. I said, I know there are a lot of things that, I, I didn't know, but I'm a hard worker, I'm punctual, you know, I listen to my elders, I am responsible, and I'm really eager to learn about all those new technologies that you guys are talking about, mm-hmm. right? So going back home on the train, the guy from the job agency called me and I said, Rankin, well, I'm not too sure, they called back, you know, you were inexperienced, but it was another guy who was experienced, you know, it's between the two of you guys, I'm not too sure. And I was like, oh man, you know? Yeah, back at Nike. So, so at the end of the day, the guy then calls and says, You got a job. And wow. they said they just love my attitude. You know, I was like self motivated. They would love to train me up to become the person they want. And that was on a Thursday. And they said that they want me to start on the Monday. And it's only a three month contract. Now, I have a permanent job at Nike. And if I need to leave, I have to give, like, a three-week notice. Yes. But when I went back to the following day, to my manager, well, this is my graduate job. That's my future. Understand if you don't want to pay me what my holiday pay or whatever, I have to go on Monday. I need to start this job on Monday. Right? And it was only for three months. So it was only for contract. And she said, okay, yes, they understood. By the Friday, they gave me a little... little Farewell. What do you give me a farewell? Yeah, so nice, yeah, farewell, get together, a gift. The, uh, Some running shoes? Um, no running shoes. Well, I always got, <laughs> well, I got shoes every three months. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. You think they're hiring now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? And, um, yeah, they gave me a wonderful gift. It's an Armani watch, which I still have today. Yes, job I left, I think they gave me, what did they give me? A book? A diary? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I feel your pain. Much faster. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, I started the job on a Monday and was riding the River Thames and the company is called um, Illustrated London News Group. And it's a sub- subsidiary from Sea Containers, which, or GC Co., which is part owned by Sea Containers and General Electric. 
Yeah, and then the three months came and they renewed my contract and I stayed there. Yes. Yeah. I understand you stayed there yeah. for almost two years. Yeah, two years, right? And then unfortunately, it was at the time that was in 98. Was it 2008? 2000, 2008. Yeah, 2008, right. The company was cutting back and I, I got an opportunity to become a web manager at a chartered institution of highways and transportation, which I was a web manager. I was in London as well? And I was in London. Okay. And okay. I was in charge of a lot of the, the main side, the micro size, and also migration of a huge project. And after that was done, I, I migrated. I moved back to Sumption. And then you spent another three years. Yeah, in the field. and and in three years, I I was a web developer at another company called Acceler Marketing, which I got a lot of a lot of exposure to the Caribbean culture of business. So all this time, you weren't thinking about your own business. No, yet. no, I was never, right. never, never. Yeah. I I'm textbook. See this textbook thing where it's like you go to school, you know, and get a good, good grades, and then get a good job. That was me. I was on that path. Yeah. I'm, and my path started early. So I already started to get the experience from like top Fortune 500 companies already. Okay. You know, yeah. at a young age, yeah. I was okay. exposed to that the that work ethic, being professional and disciplined. So you were well on your way to becoming yeah. a, a senior web developer. A senior web developer. Name your company. And my thing was a senior developer to develop SharePoint applications. Mm. That's what I wanted to do then. What? And that's what you just did in Trinidad. And that's yeah. what I just did now. Yeah. Nice. So me being in Trinidad, I does I just ticked off that off my bucket list. So six months, yeah. six months um, before. So let's say two and a half years into your mm-hmm. to your last equipment job yeah. at Accela, yes. you decided it was going. I want to start one to three digital. Okay, no, it didn't work like that. It didn't work like that. No, it didn't work like that. So while working at Accela, I worked on a website for the Central Youth Business Trust. And um, they had so much information and I just kept on reading. And they always say now, entrepreneurs, if you ever listen to any story of a successful entrepreneur, they always say they always read. And I think that was the beginning of me reading and not just reading like news items, but when it comes to business and stuff. You know, reading so, or listening to podcasts. Um, yeah, you yeah, you should all listen to podcasts. Yeah, especially um, Caribbean Caribbean <laughs> which I love so much right now. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I love that as a magazine So, um, you know, I, I, I developed the website and I was entering the content. And while I was entering the content, I was reading it and it was very informative. And they had a program where, you know, you pitch your idea and if uh, it's a viable idea, they would assist with the development of a business plan. I was like, ooh, business plan. It's like, I'm always hearing about business plan being very important, you know, SWOT analysis, ah, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, and even that finance section, which I need assistance with, right. you know, um, they did help me. And the funny thing about it is that I was assigned three mentors. One of the mentors was my boss at the time. And I was like, oh my gosh. And I called him, I said, you sure, this is, you sure you could do this? You know, I said, yeah, Rankin, don't worry. She's really cool and stuff like that. And, you know, she did help me out a lot, you know, and, She's someone who I admire a lot. Her name is Agnes Francis. And um, she's someone who, who more or less, I, I admire because she's very, she's assertive. She's very knowledgeable. She knows her stuff. She's a no-nonsense individual. Um, she helped me out a lot uh, um, also with um, another individual. He died. His name is Nigel Mitchell and also Keith Miller. I'd always mention these three individuals because... 
they made me wake up and smell the coffee. Okay. You know, the real world. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, when I pitched my magazine, okay, why Dazzle? Did I have a name for it? Um, yes, I always had Dazzle. Because, and the name of, the meaning for the Dazzle, is that I believe everybody's a star. Your idea, you have to dazzle, you have to shine, no matter what your idea is. You know, you have to put your all. Don't just so give up. name to empower, empower your readers exactly. and the people that you feature. Exactly. At so that's what it is. I didn't want it to be something like youth entrepreneur yeah. business with an acronym Y E B S. You know, I never want. <laughs> you know, I never wanted it to be like that. And I always also believe that it's it's, an, it's just a name. You create the brand. So, for example, if I tell you, okay, when you hear this name McDonald's, what's the first thing that comes to your, your to mind? The clown, Ronald McDonald. Yeah, and what does this associate with? You do this, right? Why? It's just me. Just because you're custom from custom to that from long time. Exactly. What's called it? This. Wait, but what does the name called it mean? Exactly. What, what is issues? Google? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. This game, so, what you do? You feel you have a name, and no matter what the name is, you just build that brand. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think I did that. And then I got a business plan and I got a business plan. I didn't know what to do with it. And I called Lily back at the Century Business Trust. And it's like, okay, so I have this business plan. Okay, so what do I do now? Tracking, what do you do now? So when do I register? You haven't registered your business yet? I was like, no. <laughs> you understand? And the whole Dazzle thing was for me because I always believe in my people. You know, like us. If you have something and you have an idea, just go for it. You know, so I wanted to create a platform that will assist individuals and it's not for those people I feature to pay. They don't really pay. If they want to contribute and want to take an ad, yes. But Corporate Solution more or less funds the magazine with the advertising, right? So when people are, and the magazine is free because I believe that helps with the distribution. People don't have to think twice whether they should pick it up. They just pick it up and it's estimated that at least five people read one issue of that as a magazine. And I can bet you if one is on the table, It'll disappear within like five minutes. Well, I'm, I'm mm-hmm. slightly sad that you know? me didn't bring one to put on the table today. Unfortunately, I had, but I sent. I just sent it to some show, like yesterday. Wow! But Did I could you always. Know you were coming here. Why would you send it? Did I know I was coming here? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I knew. <laughs> no, that was that was after. Oh, okay, when you contact Kevin, okay. when did you contact? I, when me? I called, I called him. When was it? Later this week. Earlier this week, yeah, my box is then packed already. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Okay. But you can view it online yeah. at dazzlethemag.com. And we're on all social media networks, all social media platforms. And the same thing, of course, about Dazzle the Mag. And that's how the, the magazine was created. So, so everything happened fast. So I registered at everything. One to three digital so, wasn't in existence yet. That's what I wanted to know. So, right? so yeah. my brother helped me out a lot, Urban Springer. And um, he had his company. And he's also my partner at one to three. And he's a finance guy because he worked for um, Pricewaterhouse, you know, at the time. He knew all these things. So this is what you have to do, whatever, whatever, whatever. So he helped me with that. And so I started that whole process around August, September. October, end of October, November, we had the first issue of Dazzle. This is 2013, you're talking. 2012. 12. Yeah, 2012, we had the first issue. People saw it like, wow, but again, you get the critics, you know, can he do it again? How did you, like, how was, how was it dealing with the critics? Too? Yeah, it was. How did it feel like well, that's in that negative feedback? At the time, well, one person sent me an email and told me, 
oh, that's a nice magazine, but your editor needs to be changed because if you want to continue, blah, 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 you just need new a new editor, etc. And I was like, well, the editor I have, I got her from Prominent Magazine, a very successful right. business magazine. Mm-hmm. She used to work for it. She also used to be a copywriter where I used to work before. She's been in this thing for years, so, you know. But I never came down. I never told the copywriter that, you know, because until I know. Now. Until now, if she <laughs> listens. You know, and I just told the lady, okay, thank you for your feedback. You know, I didn't take it personal. I didn't lash out. I didn't go on social media yeah. like, you know, people do and say things like, oh, people always want to turn me down when they, want, they can't um, see a black man succeed now. Oh, yeah. it's me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, I took it on board. I said, okay. Will be more vigilant next time because but you know you sometimes see that there was a need for some sort of tweaking for the um there's always room for improvement yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so we all spoke and you know we're a little bit more vigilant in the next issue and when the next issue came out people were a little bit excited okay this is another thing i know i'm sorry about monthly thing the funny thing about it is that the average person doesn't create a magazine People who create magazines are well-established, like publishing houses or somewhere with a lot of money. I did not have any money. I didn't have a loan. So that's what I want to get to. You so know? you said, you mean, you have corporate sponsors and you had a yeah. gloss over it. But how did you get corporate sponsors? Well, they didn't buy into the magazine straight away because, again, we're young. I'm young. I look extra young. Mm-hmm. Right? I didn't look my age at all. So they associate young with partying and, and they kept on asking me, oh, is this going to be an entertainment magazine? I said, no, it's going to be a, for young entrepreneurs. Because when they hear young entrepreneurs, they always think it's like fets and events and stuff like, no, it's not like that. You know, and my first set of ads adding up just to break, like break even. I know when you say break even, doesn't mean that you actually break even. You, you make a loss. Make a loss <laughs> you yeah. make a loss. But I was able to pay the main individuals, like the writers and the copywriter and the printer, you know, graphic designer. So I, you had you had a team. I had from jobs. There was just three of us, three of us who didn't have jobs. You understand? And it's like this idea. I said, okay, I know this would work, guys. I'm sort of a leader, and I'm able to bring people together. You know, so we we came together and said, okay, this is what we're gonna do. We have two months in which to pull it off, but we need that first product out. Let me ask you, mm-hmm. when you left London to go back to St. Lucia, yes. you left London and didn't go to a job in St. No, Lucia. I didn't go, no, no, there wasn't a job. So it was around May 10th, that was around St. Lucia Jazz Festival, uh-huh. and I just party between May to September because uh-huh. July is our carnival, right? and there was summertime. And then after summer, September, I was like, okay, it's time to get a job because the pounds will finish it. Money, <laughs> right, right. Money always finishes. You know, so... But all this time, you were thinking about Dazzle, the conceptualizing no, it? No, 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 no. Okay. Never, never. Dazzle is something which I was just bored at work because I didn't want to be the web guy. And I didn't see any room for me. I didn't see any growth. I wanted to become a creative director. Right. But there was another creative director. There were two. One was one left, and they never replaced replaced him. And they went all out looking for another creative director. And, and I was like, it. "Hey, it's me. I, yeah, I have I'm right ideas, here. and I've uh-huh. been I've been being involved in a lot of creative projects which were not web related. I didn't get an opportunity. I was like, well, you know, I can't get mad with them. That's the decision. Yeah, I'm not going to take it personal. It's business. 
So I said, hey, let me do a magazine because I always wanted to do something like that. Because when I was in London, when I worked at the Illustrated London News Group, they did magazines and I knew how to put a magazine together. But at that time, it's in Lucia. How mm. was that type of media product? Well, it was it well received yeah. at that time? I, when I introduced of... it, well, first yeah. of all, first of all, there's only like one business magazine okay. in Lucia, and it only features the well-established individuals and people who have money. Who can afford for to can so afford like a feature? A business magazine. A big business okay. magazine. It is a business magazine. So it's not attractive for, let's see, the young people. So not really. Exactly. Like for me, I would read it because because you're interested, interested in it. Yeah. But for the younger person, no. Not something you would place high up on the newsstand and say, "Yeah, it's a hot seller." So how do you target your magazine for I for, for the masses to? Because I featured it. I featured the next door neighbor. So when I featured the next door neighbor. The neighbor will call and say, I saw your daughter. And then granny will call an auntie at work and yeah. then auntie will be proud. Whereas if it's a politician or someone real established, you always see them on TV. So like you don't yeah. really make a big fuss. You expect them to make investments or make losses and close a business and open another business. Yeah. But we are proud of our own. A lot of people say that, you know, we carry people are patriotic. That's not true. We are so patriotic. I even recently I was listening to um, the radio and one of them asked, oh, Trinidadians are not patriotic. I said, yes, you guys are. Because if, when I was in London, the trains come out, they're together, anything Trinidadian, proud, even solutions too. You know, know, or if if someone is, one of our countries are represented, we're very happy. Sometimes they say, we're not patriotic. Let's say, for example, using boats. You know, we say, boat, but the reason why we turn him on because we can relate to him and he represents us as Caribbean. Yes. And our nations are not in that race with that hundred meters. The only person from the Caribbean is saying, so of course we will cheer him on. We don't say, oh, oh, we could cheer for a Jamaican, but we can't cheer for Trini. She's not there. Or Senator exactly. is not there at the time. So this is, yeah. that's why. So that's basically it. With me, I feature people that you can relate to and people who are doing well and for so that you could aspire to be. And I'll give you a, another example. I was traveling to Texas four years ago, to five years ago, and I went to the Bureau of Exchange with Jason Lane, and two young individuals would tell us, you know, they saw me and they were talking amongst themselves, and is that him? And, and, they say, yeah. and then they asked, the young lady asked, dude, that's the magazine. And I said, yes. She said, oh, wow, we read it every single... How did that feel? It. Yeah, it felt good. Every single yeah. issue. Now, yeah. That's in the south of the island, so that's like yeah. in San Fernando, and mm-hmm. I, I live up here and stuff like that. So, and I know I distribute island wide, but for these people to tell me that, but the best part of it is that two months, a month later, the guy who was in the teller, he then contacts me, right, and says, well, he and his his friend want to start a, a magazine as well, sports related. You know, we feature young sports individuals, and they wanted to like athletes, young athletes, and they um, wanted to speak with me. I told them, yeah, they can. You know, I gave them a time. And these guys, they would tell us at the bank, they cashed up early, they asked the boss for time off so that they could travel. Right now, it's not straight roads like between Sando and Port of Spain. We have a lot of winding roads around like cliffs and stuff like this that. Is in, you know, this is in where Grosile. Yeah, well, yeah, my our thing, our office is in Grosile. Right. So they had to travel all the way up there and they did and they came and got to my office at 7 o'clock at night and they told me I inspired them because they had a vision of having that magazine and they just lost interest because they've never seen 
anything like that or anybody do that and they saw someone who they could have like related to so how that feel being an inspiration to people you know like that's how they would more than the first hundred dollars in the year yeah it it does you know and and people come up to me all the time and i and anybody who knows me will tell you that i'll take time i'll make time to speak to you you know i will never brush you aside and i would advise you i will you know I know everybody's experiences will be different yeah. and I'm not going to say that I know your industry, but I will more or less try to reason with you about the, the foundations of a business, how to start a business, you know, things to look out for, you know, cash flow is king, you know, make sure your operations are tight, things like that. I won't go in detail and say, okay, well, this is well, you have to get this athlete and athlete, you know? What I, 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 what I told them to do is, um, you know, start your Facebook page, start to get your Instagram page, get your, your following, and they, they did that, and then their thing is online. Because I, yeah, I know I, I read that, mm. that you guys said that what you attribute a lot of your success and mm. influence to yeah. is your web yeah. Where based marketing it's strategy. Web, yeah, it's web, yeah. You wanna talk? Let's talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Don't give us any trade secrets. Yeah. <laughs> well, for me, um, I'm a web developer by profession, so that's what I know. And luckily for me, I entered that industry when it was evolving, when the Amazons and the, the EBs right. were just developing. They they huge now. The multi billion dollar companies, <laughs> but I'm very fortunate to work for a company that made applications, e-commerce applications, data capture, and I'm able to understand the whole online marketing, the whole right. technology behind marketing, behind a business. That's more or less our strength. And especially in an era where paper is going out, yeah. magazines are going out, yeah. news, like newspapers are going out. So with us, with Dazzle, we have it both like a physical publication and online. Now, here in the Caribbean, we still like our magazine, our paper. Like, even here in Trinidad, the papers are printed every day. <laughs> you know where, you know, you could actually read this entire uh, thing online. Yeah. But you don't think, like, that paper is going away, though? You don't feel like it's, like, especially it's a, it's a cost to you to read Yeah, it's a cost, yeah. And it's, it's bad for the environment you know, to, keep, to keep it on. You know, it's just so much easier to... To access the information online, online is real time. Like what is it? And the, then you could always go mm-hmm. back to a story from yeah. some time before. Well, I'll tell you. Um, I'll tell you this. First of all, we in the Caribbean, our culture, we still like papers, and a lot of advertisers prefer papers. They would tell you that, you know, you have a magazine on a coffee table. Someone could easily take it and go through it, and you see the ads and you see the information and stuff like that. And that's one. Two, the people who use internet in our in our societies like a small percentage right we have a lot of people who don't have mobile phones who don't have internet who don't have laptops right so we reach out to these individuals as well so the, the whole dazzle model right we try to touch every demographic right. you know everyone's needs some people like let me give you an example again what i used to do as soon as we have the prints and we start delivering i would upload a website and um the website will have all the articles and stuff like that. And then I'll send out an e-blast because okay. we capture a lot of data. When people, a few people, they, they get an e-blast, they go through the magazine online. When they get an actual copy, they say they really want it because they already read it online. So what I do now is that I did the website just a few days after the magazine is in circulation. But again, 
it's just to have it out there and um but eventually the, the, you're gonna face out the yeah, if, if when it comes yeah i yeah. cannot say no but yeah. we have everything online whenever that day comes we set and we've done from day one but what about like for the youth or any mm. other person who's interested in doing that whole web well digitizing mm. that that stage that we're in now yeah um if you were to coach people or to yeah. well i do that you do that yeah okay. i do that i do that i do that i do that under one to three digital oh okay right okay, okay. so one to three digital was formed well it, it was formed i think two months after dazzle was on the ground and in 2013 we won the idea of the years business awards that was for dazzle or that was dazzle right but one three digital got the award but for that magazine. So one to three digital got you what as the owner of that zone. Yeah. So one to three is like the whole company. Yeah, yeah. The parent company, yeah. So under that under one to three, there's Dazzle magazine, Dazzle Barbados. Uh, there was once Dazzle St. Vincent. Oh that's no more. No, that's no more. How as yeah. The market in St. Vincent is very slow. But I still want to go back in, in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. there's um at the time some surely the tours. She's now been rebranded to Who Visits Sanusha. And what else? My music is not under there as yet, which I want to introduce this Meso year. Meso Forte. But it's not really Meso Forte. I want to do it as Dazzle Music. Like nice. Apple Music. Okay. Yeah. So, but it'll only, it'll be a distribution platform for the artists, right? So that they'll be able to get out. So I'm going to okay. use my own Dazzle platform with my own followers. Right to push them, okay. you know, so they'll be they'd have that they'll have to meet that certain quality certain standard, but they have proper marketing, graphic design. And these artists videos. will be Saint Lucia based, um, based. I would want I want to like right now. I'm just looking like regional, regional diaspora because I'm I think the brand itself, you know, like that's Win Barbados and with my um and my my business partner Ryan Wills. He's the one who's operating, he's the face out there because he's major. Because the way I want Dazzle is that it's yours. Whatever country's in, it belongs to you. Don't look at it as a solution magazine was from it's yours. You know? And you have to be able to appreciate your people. I remember I went to a, a youth conference down in, in Barbados and Dazzle was on display. And Dazzle Sanusha. A lot of people well, everybody never knew there was a Dazzle Sanusha. And that was great because that's how I wanted it to be. Okay. I wanted it to be like wherever the magazine is, whichever territory, you just have to respect it because it's your people. Okay. It's not about me as an individual. And and it's probably, I'm probably not doing it properly. I'm just saying, right? But I keep, if you go on my social media platform, you rarely see anything about wanting, you never see anything about wanting to do digital. You rarely see things about Dazzle or go with Sunshine. And the reason for this is because I want my brands to survive on their own. You probably will hear about me in a podcast or interview or something, but I want you to love the brand, not love me. Because it's me and what you do. That's the same thing when people have their own products, right? And they publish it on their own social media networks. What you're doing is that you you push them to your friends who already know you have it. And they're patronizing it. Yeah, they'll always tell you, good job, great job. Okay. So So how do you build the following? But it's transferred your following from your personal mm. social media page or so yeah. to the brand. I never did. So the brand always stood alone on its own. So what I try to do, like for Dazzle, 
what I did is that when the first issue came out, I made sure that I took pictures of everybody holding a copy. So you went on the Facebook social media pages to see you holding that product. And then you go and tell your friends, this is what I have. And people, hey, look at you. You have things real nice. Oh, what magazine is this? And it started to grow from there. And then the awards, when we won the award in 2013, I could be honest with you, that didn't give us a boost because, and that's how we wanted to do it started to grow because people came to us as like, and these people are more mature. They like people in, in business. They have multiple business. They have millionaires. You know, they run some sure. And they look at you and say, okay, you have a magazine. Cool. So what else do you do? Well, I'm a web developer. <laughs> oh, you do, you do websites? All right. I want a website. Come visit me on Monday. And that's how it started. You can visit people and stuff like that. And it's like, oh, I really like your magazine. We like the quality of the magazine. We need a magazine for our own um, company, our annual report. And we started to do magazines for other individuals. And now we do annual reports for other companies as well. But do you also get them to come go as sponsors? Um, I try not to force it, but some do. Right? So you because, don't have a nice little soft set. No, because I already get some money from them. You know, I don't want to be too greedy. But you don't. But you don't think you leave money on the table, that Not really, because sometimes they are not. They may not need to advertise in the magazine. Okay. You understand? That's okay. not their thing. Yeah. You must know your client. If it's a client that may need advertising or or uh, or marketing support, yes, but. If it's, let's say, a government entity, no, they don't need to come to the magazine. No, the government not going to advertise that thing in the magazine. So we probably do a publication for them, their own and stuff like that, and that comes under our portfolio at the end of the day. So this is how Wanted Digital now took off. Dazzle is our product. And I always believe as a marketing company, you should always have a product. This is why The Guardian and Semokal, that's the company, awesome. yes. right? Right, they have products. Well, no, they have an ecosystem. They have an ecosystem, like now, but it's continuous revenue, sources of revenue, yeah. just yeah. just coming in, and that's yeah. and that's what you have to do as an, an entrepreneur. You know, you cannot rely on one source of, of income. You know, that's why you put your hat on. You know, so many you do. So even though you get like one hundred dollars head or whatever, whatever, it adds up. Sometimes you may not necessarily you know, charge like an exorbitant fee and like, oh, this is my time. It costs this. I deserve it. Because you had all the time. People say, oh, you know, this that company has no respect for me. This is my time, whatever, whatever. So it's a more consultant. Consult- yeah, exactly. What you do, you work with the um, the client's budget and then you, be, you form a relationship and those clients are the ones who are going to refer you to their, their people, yes. partners, not your friends. Yeah. Your friends are going to refer you. They say, oh yeah, I got this thing, whatever. But... Different when you want a discount, different exactly. when you want Always, yeah. always. Yeah. You know, and when you charge them, they look at you like, what do you mean? I know you're from such a long time. You charge me, what do you mean? <laughs> you, know, you know, so these are things that, like, for me, like entrepreneurs, we have to have, have our um, our eyes open, you know, as eyes, you know, more or less monitor what's going on around in the environment and adapt. So in terms of how you get up, or you decide on what businesses you want to feature in your magazine, or on the Hangouts, on the mm. Wave, you know, mm. the, the nice YouTube okay. channel. So, so the Hangouts are past features in the magazine. So we, it's just conversion. Converting oh. from print to online, to the airwaves and also online. Oh. So we're killing three birds with one stone. You know, and that stone is the features. So the three birds, like print, airwaves, and YouTube. YouTube. And, and we, it's done in such a way that it can transition into TV. 
if needs be. There's also the quality, the sound is on point. The the video is on the quality is on point. But, but um, so one of your team members, mm. I think her name is Sheila. Mm. She um, she said that sure, listening businesses is one of the hardest parts mm. of what you're yeah. doing. So of, what I do is that we're trying to choose yeah. So even though our population is small, you have to remember that businesses are developed like every day. You know, that's you really know, cool. You know, every single day, people always have ideas. But the thing with us that makes us difficult is that we wait to see, we observe you for two years. You can't be a fly by night. You can't yeah. be like, you can't self-proclaim that you're an entrepreneur and your business is the best. And after six months, you get bored. So you don't, you don't and feature... You, and you do something else. So you don't feature, you don't feature business that are younger than two years ago. No, so only, you feature only, these only, guys. Um, the only way we do it is in, we introduce another um, section in the magazine, which we feature. It's called Fresh Biz. Fresh Biz. Right? Okay, where yeah. we feature young and upcoming. You it's know, when we see potential. And it's just a small writer because you don't have a story to tell yet. Okay. We have to give the readers a story to see like how he started after uh-huh. six months. You know, you don't really have much to yeah. see. Because I know I saw... Friends at Quick Delivery. Yeah, Quick Delivery, yeah. Yeah, we'll be talking to them in a couple weeks. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah, oh, he's really, really good, you know? Yeah, Gregory. Gregory Sydney. Yeah, Gregory, you know? yeah. Well, Chris, yeah. is the one who reached out. Okay, Chris. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah. He had that idea for some time now, you know? And his office used to be in the same um, building as ours. That's up to recently. I think he just moved. But again, it's an idea that when he started, he did, he delivered, he delivered anything. And um, again, we never had anything like that in solution, right? And it's not, he didn't, I, at the time, he didn't restrict himself to like just one business, but like several businesses and stuff like that. So what's your, so what's your process now? So what's your production and editing process for this magazine? How do you make sure that it's at a certain level of quality consistently? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have all our features on a board. So we have a list of features, people we've been monitoring and stuff. So we try to balance the magazine. So we normally have three to four features in an issue. We will not have like all four, like really top. Right. It has to be a balance. Yes. Because if not, you'd burn out. So we have that. So we just, that's a pool. Everybody sees it. And it all depends on the season as well. You know, they say like, if it's like jazz time, like in May, we probably do like an artist or someone. So, is so Tennyson, yeah. Like yeah. But we yeah. did Tennyson even before he was big. That's a great thing about before it. Before you did Ale, 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 Yeah, Ale, 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 yeah. <laughs> before. And I want to get them before they big too. Yes. You understand? Yeah, and imagine that when you look at our, our online stats, you know, our analytics, you know, Tennyson, the word Tennyson John, is the most frequently searched term. And again, as it's got big, you know, a lot of people probably search his name. And if you know, if you go on Google Tennyson John right now, I bet you that magazine will be the first, um, the first link. That's good. And, okay. and, and what's Dazzle? It's a search Yeah. And, and what Dazzle magazine has become now, it has become an encyclopedia now for Sanusha, young Sanusha business. Oh, I don't even say young for Sanusha businesses because these people are getting older. And a few individuals have told us that when they do motivational speaking, they encourage people to go on Dazzle magazine to read the full story. So that's part of it. We have our writers. Our writers are categorized. So the seasoned writers write the main features and stuff like that. Right? Everybody has the deadlines. 
know, we should submit because we're working in that two month um, window. And when everything is done, if we put everything together, you know, we um, we send it to be edited. When it's been edited, we proofread it like twice to ensure that nobody sends me any more emails telling me that, <laughs> you know, I need a new editor. Oh, gosh. And then we send it to the printers, and which takes for approximately four days to print. And when we get it from the printer, we bring it back to the office, we inspect the quality, we take a few, and then we hire another young entrepreneur who takes the magazines and delivers it island-wide. Island-wide? Because I, I know I read at some point it was only in the north. Um, no, it was, never, it, was never, it was never, no, island-wide. It's always been. It's been a challenge to do island-wide. Because unfortunately, like back home, a lot of the bookstores have closed and we used to send it to the bookstores. So that would be a central place to pick up the magazine. But right now, we actually have to look for places where people frequent. But your, your team, you all do your own articles, or write your own articles yeah, and stuff we, for you? Yeah, we, feature writing. No, feature we have, like right now, so it's grown, so we have like two writers, copywriters and stuff. And the task is to write articles for the magazine and we only hire just i think it's just three three outsiders okay. you know freelancers yes yes you know and we rotate and we rotate the freelancers all the time so that the the content will always be fresh okay, the tone okay. will not even be the same all the time so articles are written by different people so the tone will always be different okay the, the people yeah. come to you like offering to provide content to yeah you. they do all the time that's a catch. So, if you're making a contribution, it's free. I always let them know we don't pay for just the contribution because it's only 250 words, really okay. minor, right? But if you're consistent and I see like you're very humble, I will graduate you to write a feature which we pay. And you could be a, that could be a steady, you could be a steady like um, writer. But do you do like um, quid pro quo deals? Let's say, Somebody provides content to you, and you in turn provide advertising for them. No, right? so you wouldn't like no. say mention them in the magazine. Um, we have no one has ever come up to us with that, but it's something that I could always look into, right? I'm always open, you know, especially if there's some sort of value, if they really, can, if that's what they want, um, if it's, they have a blog. You know, a podcast. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> podcast work. <laughs> right? And they want to, then yes, for sure. Okay. For sure. I'm, I'm open to it because it's, we helping out each other and you more or less spreading your wings. Right? And I know you have Dazzle Barbados. It's crossing the seas. You're mm, moving yeah. out of Jamaica, oh, Jamaica Lord. <laughs> St. Lucia. Yeah. And you have Dazzle Barbados, and you said, you know, you want everybody to own wherever, whichever territory, yeah. and you want them to own that. Mm-hmm. Who are you looking at in terms of other prospects in the region only, or are you going into other... I would love to do other regions, yes. Um, the diaspora, yes. And that's the reason for the diaspora, because the diaspora of a country is approximately three times that of that, the population of that country. And let me just break it down to you. So it's like your aunt who used to live in Trinidad, she moves to the US. She moves to the US, she marries someone in the US. He then becomes part of Trinidad because she cooks Trinidadian food, she listens to Soka, she mm-hmm. knows about Benji Marshall, mm-hmm. etc. So he he listens to that too. She tells him, All right, boy, you have to come down to our carnival. He comes down to Trinidad every single year, he's part of the diaspora. So that's already one person. Then they have kids. Yeah. 
the kids grew up in that household. They've never ever touched on Trina, but they know everything about Trina. And eventually they will move to Trina. When the wife and the, the husband goes to work, they have their teammates, whatever company, and these people are from different races. He plays his Marshall. We'll listen to this new Marshall that run with Super Blue. And I go, hey, what's that? And oh, I really like that. Oh, you should come to Trinidad. Oh. And then they fly down to Trinidad for Carnival. That one person has just multiplied. Okay. You know? Market right there. Exactly. So this is something that I, I want to tap into. But again, I have to really strategize. You guys are rushing towards. You have to really logistically. It could be a logistics nightmare. But I mean, with the help you know? of the online yeah, well, that, well yes. with like Europe and the US, definitely no magazines getting printed. Yeah. It's all about apps and websites and subscriptions, you know, and Kindle and these kind of things. So is that next year? You mean maybe yeah. Dazzle app? We is? have a Dazzle app already. Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> we have one already, which is intense. It's not been, it's been published, but we haven't marketed it yet. Okay. But because right now I have when I get back, I, I know exactly what I want to, how I want to reconstruct it, you know, so I'm going to do that. But yeah, definitely, that's that. So just going back to the, um, mm. let's say when you have Dazzle, obviously, mm. in, in, in every different country, and, and mm. their content is indigenous. Indigenous, indigenous yes, that's the so word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it that they have, like, their own Dazzle headquarters, like, they operate as a, almost like a separate business entity, to Dazzle St. Lucia, or is it that you guys kind of, you provide the content and the different countries? It's, it's mixed, because I would like you to provide content that Trinidadians could relate to. Like, in Sunday we don't say Baji, right? That's the Calum thing, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. No, we don't. So, but I would want an article about Baji and the importance of Baji, like, in the head section. But it, that will never be in St. Lucia, right? So these are other things. The generic stuff, like the social media articles, we could share that with you guys because we have a whole set of write-ups from since 2012. But when it comes to the Citrinland and stuff, you'd have to own it. You have to more or less research it and know exactly what people are into in whatever season it may be. So that's how... It's like a franchise, It's partnership. Okay. Because we still support because with the business model, we would design it. You just send us everything, you design it, and we just send it back. Okay, okay. Yeah. So how, how do they, let's say the country managers, for, for lack of a better term, how do they make money from that? How do yeah, well, they have to do the, the, the work, you know, they have to network, get the advertising and stuff like that. They put in the work. Oh, so they'll get their, get yeah, their they, own corporate sponsorship? Yeah, they get it from We don't get it from You do that. We do the technical. But you're, you're print and... Yeah, no, we don't... We, it all depends on the territory. Okay. So if you turn out, well, you print here because it's the cheapest in the Caribbean. That's you it. understand? Yes, <laughs> Yeah, it is. So again, it's more or less... Like, my thing is partnership and I'm always open. No matter what business it may be, okay. I will listen to you and I will more or less um, give my input. You know, what I think is feasible. You know, what we can do and cannot do. I'll be real with you. I'm like, I don't play around. You know, I'm very aggressive as a young entrepreneur and I don't take things personal and I don't expect you to bring your baggage and your emotions to the table. <laughs> so, how is it? So, you would have started off with the idea with your brother and stuff. Let's go and do a magazine. Mm. Let's go and start one to three digital. Mm. But now that you have a, you have a team on board, you have a staff of... Mm. 
What is this? I know you have more than 10 staff. No, 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 not at all. I don't believe in that nine staff. It's just like like five of us in total. Okay. Yeah. Okay, because I'm like, so yeah. I saw your team sizes between 11 and 15. Yeah, that's it. They give you that range. You can't go, you can't, there's a range. In like There's five. no range before 11 and 15? Nah, I don't think so. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so you got, oh, so you got five team. Yeah. So that's basically, you know. All right, so building your own business, how did you decide on who you want to partner with in terms of your team, who your team you have supporting you and everything, and how did you essentially manage human resources now? Well, my team, majority of it, like 90% of my team, they've been there from day one. And um, they're like people that I've worked with in the past, and I know their potential, I know their capabilities. So it, it wasn't difficult for me. And the new people have come on, Again, only young people, but young people who are talented and the copywriters in the business, they're the same individuals who used to contribute for free before. And so they actually brought value to the magazine. So all the freeness that they gave in the past, that's how I compensated them. Okay, good. So it's like a nice shared vision. Yeah, shared vision. Yeah. And they like, they're my family. You know, I take them everywhere. We go to the watch together. We carry them to carnival. In Sanusha, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man is a producer, you know, so yeah, I think I'm a visa face by now. Yeah. We did not talk about your producing business. Yeah. yeah. Talk, tell us about this mezzo. Mezzo 40. Mm-hmm. Man, mezzo 40 means moderate. So how does a, no, no, you had to, you had to walk me through this. How does a web developer? Yeah. Well, the, magazine publisher yeah. decide, oh, no, that music. was before. That's way before. So all of the music came way before. So the DJing and stuff the was... The DJ was way before. That's okay. straight from after 11. Okay. What's your DJ name? Rakim. What's that? No, the thing is, when he says yeah. it's Rankin, I was like, okay, yeah, so who's this artist? You know? Yeah. So it's my so, brother and I. So it's brother 40, Rankin and Smokes. Right? So if you YouTube Rankin and Smokes, you see snippets of us, you know? What does Rankin mean, though? It's supposed to be um, Irish or Scottish. It's R E N K I N, not R E N K I N G. No G N N. Right. And no apostrophe at the end after the end. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, um, yeah, it's Irish. There's a story okay. behind my name. That's a long story. Okay. My okay. mom named me Rankin. Yeah, so we DJed, and again, influenced me coming from Trinidad after school, going to Coconuts Beast, listening to Radioactive, Cell Construction. Based on the You know? <laughs> These guys, I'll be honest with you, gave a good, like, I got a, like, I had a wonderful experience okay. clubbing in Trinidad mm. in those days, which I don't think exists anymore. No, well, not really. Yeah. Not really, but this so, is really good. <laughs> yeah, so um, when I went back home, I started to collect records, and at the time it was 8-inch and 12-inch records, technique tables and stuff like that. And um, yeah, we started to collect records, DJ, you know, practice, then started doing house parties. Then before you know it, we in the clubs and we had the plates and things. And then that stopped because your parents were like, well, you have to go to school. You got a university, you have to get an education. <laughs> so like that professional DJ career ended there. They don't do a little thing we again, a little song crowd. We, we did mix. come, yeah, yes, we did come back a couple of years ago. But again, with responsibilities, you know, and the era, things changing, you know, we did buy, like, Serato, Buffs, or whatever it is, and that kind of thing. I think we just evolved into something else, and the music production, I've been doing it since 
2009 after I came from London. I produced for a few Trini artists already. Ufan Abs is one, um, Fian Lions. I produced for Skinny Fabulous, Father Fox. Yeah, big up Skinny. Yeah, right, Father Fox. Anything from this year? Mm, no, I didn't do anything this year. Hopefully, I should do something for the next season. Dazzle Music. And the Dazzle Music Distribution. And um, when I get back home, towards the end of this month, I'm going to be doing my um, Sunshine Carnival Soka campaign, where I produce for a lot of Sunshine artists back home. Yeah, so that's uh, the music. But the music, you know, it keeps me happy, keeps me sane. You know, it's totally different from the corporate world. Right. And I meet a, another set of people, different than creatives. They see waves when <laughs> <laughs> they hear music, <laughs> you know? And I really appreciate them. We need these people in society, you know, to make us balance and complete. Yeah. So, like, when, when I'm in Sunnyshire, I speak to corporate and I speak to your average joke. When I walk in town, the average Jew will hit me out. Yeah, you sound like my partner from episode two, Dominic Hutch. Mm-hmm. You know, he sat down there and said, he said, said, Kevin, I could talk to the CEO, I could, I could talk to the vagrant. Mm-hmm. Especially when I deliver the magazines in Castries, like, like, actually, like, that's a capital. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good Castries, you know, I, sometimes I stuck my car in the middle of the road, I call one of the boys, you were outside, and look at box, and they distributed to, like, Every single shop. Cashews is on the north of the island as north well, right? The island, yeah. yeah. But it's below Rodney Bay, like those. But it's okay. the capital. So when I pull up in Cashews and I drop my box, you come out saying I pay them whatever, and then they move, the networks, you know, in the mm-hmm. crevices and stuff like that. So that's the reaches, like, the little yeah. people. You understand? And I love my, my people. I'll be honest with you. you know? That's important. Because I was, yeah. earlier on, I was going to ask you what led to the yeah. decision to leave London yeah. to go back to St. Yeah. And I'll tell you why. Because when I was in London, it was really difficult to see that, mm-hmm. like, working in the camp, not Nike Town. Nike Town was very um, diverse of people. You know, mm-hmm. all races from the Muslim, Hindus, Black, Africans, Caribbean, North America, South America. Zero racism, in my opinion. When you go to, like, corporate London, in the city, you know, really find Black. Really? And if you find black people, it's like one or two, a handful. So I was looking at this place, like a 10-story building. There were just like four black people, you know, and stuff like that. It kind of motivates you to work harder. You have to succeed. On my team, I was the only black person on my team in the company. I was a web developer, and I code in C-sharp, which is a Microsoft language. It's very intimidating because they're good people. But it's different cultural yes. backgrounds and stuff like that. A funny thing about it, a funny thing happens to me one time is that someone said, Oh, yeah, you're from Sunnyshire, the Caribbean, right? Yeah, you guys listen to Soka, right? Soka. Like, yeah, 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 listen to Soka. Um, yeah, and the way you dance is like close contact, right? <laughs> I was like, Yeah, you could say that. <laughs> you understand? You understand? But then I'm to me, in 2008, 2009, that was portrayed in Get Out, the movie, two years ago. You listen, that's the same thing. It's like when white people come talk to you, it's like kind of random. You ever saw that movie, Get Out? I, I didn't watch it too. Let's watch Get I Out. Watch it. It's funny. It's like... A, it's you funny? Know, I yeah, it was a thriller. It's a thriller. It's comedy, everything in one. Okay. But I could relate to it. I've been to a party one time. When I was like the only black person, and every single white person came next to me and sat up to me to make sure that I was comfortable. 
after we finish yeah. recording this episode, I'll tell you about <laughs> I'll tell you about me in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, but you know, all these experiences make me who I am and stuff like that. And when I was in in London too, it was difficult for me to get a job right away. I had to reassert myself, you know, because I was an outsider. And one person when I was uh, like one of the, the those like um job agents, employment agencies yes. then. That guy actually told me, You black, right? And I was you like it's in your voice. Yeah. And I was like I was really like You got a lot of bass in your voice, are you black? But no, <laughs> it wasn't No, yeah. I that's what I told him. Yeah. And he said, No, don't be offended, sir, right? And he said the only reason why he asked me that, because the way I sold myself, I actually went above and beyond to convince him to hire me. He was black himself. He did then to me. But he said the way I spoke, another individual would not be so convincing. You know, I think he the one who got me the job to put me on to you know. But coming back now, it's like when people come from overseas, we just welcome them. Yeah, come. Yeah, mm-hmm. we'll pay you a million dollars to be a consultant, and they give us mediocrity, and then they leave, and we back at square one. Where I find that let's neutral people. Our it's people. Funny. Our people go overseas, they go to school, you know? When you listen to Elena, she's qualified in SAP and she went, she had all that, all the qualifications and stuff like that and she came back and she was able to do like little workshops and bring yeah. those people in, you and know? To certify people. To certify well. people. Yes, yes. She's doing that. Yeah. And she's homegrown. Yeah. What do we have to do is support her. Shout out to my friend Elena Dyer, Tech Bay, <laughs> episode <laughs> 11, season 2, episode 1. Yeah. So, <laughs> you have to support our people. And that's what Dazzle is about. So, if there's a Dazzle trainer, I definitely have a feature. I feature Brandon and everybody else because they actually, they're doing things. they actually um, going out there, getting ideas. Bring it back, making yes, a difference, yes. and they're able to hire people. They're able to empower our people. Empower. I love yeah. that word. You understand? Yeah. I love that word. It's one of those. It's one of those newly popular words like yeah. organic, authentic, <laughs> renewable. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> it's organic, authentic. Yeah. Let's empower. Yes, yeah, yes, empower. yes. Yeah. All right. So we're getting ready to wrap up. How do you go about spotting ideas and then? take action and do the ideas come to you just out of the blue? Yeah, like, my ideas come to me like yeah. when I'm short, right, or something. Yeah, but my do you have well, a, do you have a systematic approach where you mm. kind of brainstorm in search of, a, mm. of your next business idea? No, my ideas normally come when I travel, when I, I have to experience something. And then when I experience it, I'm like, oh, I could bring this back home. So even yes. with, like, with the dazzles, like, I wanted to be the GQ or Cosmopolitan of Solution. That's how the magazine has to look. It's a little bit smaller, right? And mm-hmm. I, the reason why I did it small because in order for me to manage it... So you want to be the GQ of Cosmopolitan yeah. or, or, or Cosmopolitan, like the magazine, or the way it's laid out. But, you, but you're talking business. Yeah, but mine is in business. But the layout yes. and yes. the aesthetics, like how it looked, I wanted it to look like that. And a lot of people told me that they didn't realize that the magazine was a solution. They thought it was an international magazine, not mm-hmm. until they started to read And it's not just the content. You're talking about the aesthetics. Yeah, yeah. the aesthetic too. Okay. Yeah, aesthetics. And mm-hmm. even the, con- the content, we don't use slam anything in the magazine. Why? No, no that's another magazine. No, no, no French no. real? No, no, no friend. But, but it's not. But patois is not slang, though. Anyway, you know, if you're being a, more serious yeah, in terms yeah. of your business, it's a business. Kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. You understand? So that's what it's supposed mm-hmm. to be. You know, if we want to do it, we'll do another magazine. But you have to more or less be able to 
know your target audience. Correct. And the target audience who are willing to spend, who have the disposable income, they look for things which are more or less... But your target audience mean essentially people who consume the magazine yeah, for free. For free. We have two target audience. That's the, the consumers, the readers and stuff like that, the average person, and also the corporate censorship. You know, who be willing to invest in something or sponsor a product once you know it has that reach and their product can be heard or seen, you know, around how, the place instead. How does the government in Solution look at entrepreneurship as a means of revenue for the economy? That is a very good question. They do have programs, you know, they try to have a few programs every now and again. But for me, I think it needs better management. Mm-hmm so that we can actually get our people in, you know, put them in a room, train them, you know, give them the tools that will help them succeed. Mm-hmm. Don't set them up to fail. Right. All right, so if we have a program which is um, funded by the EU or USAID, everybody will not be very successful. However, we should give those individuals the tools in order for them to at least try to get the, their product off the ground. Mm-hmm. And once it's off the ground, the government themselves could more or less do whatever that's necessary to market it. So, well, there are a lot of expos. There are expos where the government or even our tourist board would take products from local entrepreneurs Mm -hmm. and have them on display at various um, trade shows and stuff like that. So there are like trade shows around the place and stuff. But again, me and that, I think it should be a little bit more, it should be, I wouldn't say advertised, but a little bit more public. Mm-hmm. You know, so if something is going on, a lot of these things are probably only published in newspapers, but let's put it in social media because yeah. you know the, the millennials and the upcoming generation, they don't really read the newspapers, you know. Let's put these things in avenues where they could see it, you know, and um, they can inquire about the programs and stuff like that. But we do things because I'm a product of that I've been to like one or two you know I've been to one in Barbados where I I displayed my product and I've known people to go other countries and display their products like neighboring Martinique, the French islands right so yeah I don't know if I answered answered you did but what struck me was the part where you spoke about they put things on display and okay, so it sounds like craft items. Yeah. No, it's not like craft <laughs> items. No, like you could have a booth. Like me, mine, mine wasn't a craft item. Uh-huh. So you have your stuff on display. You could have your like your your banners. You could have a screen of like a, a presentation. Right. Right. And in an expo, let's say we're doing a marketing expo or whatever. Mm-hmm. And you have other marketers, other businesses. You know, you're able to more or less network. Okay. Right. You give your card and then it's all up to you to make that, that connection. You know, so they do things like that. They do things at least like three times a year, okay. you know. Yeah, so don't think of it as just craft. So they support they support that level of diversification they, in the economy. They, they do. If uh-huh. I say if I say no, you know, I'd be lying. They do. But again, you know, we need somebody really aggressive to actually push it mm. and, and, and make some noise. And when I mean make noise, it's still... Oh, that sounded like you. You know, yeah. <laughs> Eventually. Yeah. I would, I would, to be honest with you, I do want to do things like that. I want to get people together and let's start exporting, let's network, let's make a, a connection in Trinidad. Yeah. 
etc etc you know these things take time and i don't know what the government is currently doing or what they're thinking or what they're planning okay you understand so for me to outright say no i think that would not be fair on them because i mean we in in trinidad we tend to have a similar viewpoint that Mm. the government always puts that it's it's not a low-hanging fruit it's something Mm. that they they said yes we need diversification Mm. but at the same point in time it's not something that they address with urgency. Yeah, and the reason for that so, is because the, those on top, mm-hmm. right, they're not entrepreneurs. So they never understand. But that's the thing, because we have so many people with mm. that mindset and they want to mm. go forward and that kind of thing. Yeah. But where's the motivation? Yeah, you must at always national remember level. that at national mm-hmm. levels, you're mm-hmm. talking about like lawyers. Yeah. You know, majority of people in, 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 in the cabinet are lawyers and, yeah. you know, and economists. Mm-hmm. That's not priority, yeah. you know. Building community centers, maybe I would not even say hospitals because the children's hospitals still not complete. I could go on and on. You know? <laughs> well, let me <laughs> start. Before, 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 before this man, the immigration conference is already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You're trying to go back home, right? I need them. I need them. Hey, right. Okay. This sounds a lot for coming through this evening. You're welcome. And thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah, I did have fun. I can't believe it's two hours already. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I hope to see you in St. Lucia for July. Well, as we for my invitation to, yeah. um, to come across. Because, <laughs> I mean, carnivals in yeah. July, you mean, yes. it does yes. come yes. to our carnival. Yeah. 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 I stay, yeah. I stay yeah. in yeah. the dazzle, the dazzle suite. Yeah, so <laughs> we'll take care of you. Remember, it's go visit St. Lucia. Yeah, yeah. come to visit St. Lucia.com. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you, know, so you guys will be taken care of from the airport, all your tours, all the fairs, accommodation. Ooh, awesome sauce. Listen, yes. I have a recorder. Yeah, you have a recorder. Let me say, you can't, don't play it, Kevin. I never yeah. say that to you. See, <laughs> now let me tell you something. Next month, I can guarantee you that you you will see it yeah. on the different part because you're going to be marketing it, right? Because what I realized, Trini's like to travel there. Every little holiday, they, the airport, the car park in the airport park, you know. Packed. Yeah. Correct. Packed. Go on, be gone. Everybody, they fly wherever it is. <laughs> I think, um, again, as a, a an entrepreneur, that's an idea that I, I, yes. I had. And I, I was here and I, I've seen that because when I try to book my flights to go to St. Lucia, I can't get no flights. <laughs> yeah. Like last year, Easter, I think I flew out on the, um, the Thursday for Good Friday, I think. But I couldn't come back on the money because the flights were back, so I didn't return on the Sunday. Yeah. 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 So I've experienced it myself. So I said, ah, you know what? I will send them some place to go next time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So is there anything that we haven't asked that you want to share with us? You guys covered a lot. You know, I, I just want to make everybody know, you know, when it comes to entrepreneurship, you know, it's not an easy road. You know, you, you have to put a lot of work into your company, into your product. You know, you have to be self-motivated. You know, don't expect people to motivate you all the time. You may need um, some financial assistance from relatives and stuff like that. You know, never be afraid, you know, to accept, you know, the assistance. You're going to go through some rough times. There are so many times that uh, I've, I've cried, you know, because things are really rough. You know, I Just had... Like Brenda. <laughs> <laughs> I had, I had um, staff to pay. Yes. And then it's, it's such a responsibility because you have responsibility over to them. They work so hard during the month. Yes. How could you not pay them? So you yeah. have to make things work, you know, so, and always be focused, always be humble. Never forget where you came humble. from. Most definitely. Make sure you have everything down on paper, you know, make sure it makes sense. 
and just be passionate and, and love what you do, it, it will work out. You know, and just be patient. Be yeah. patient. You don't expect to, you know... You want the young people to be patient? Yeah, they have to be patient. They have to be patient. No, 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 no. No, no. no some patience. No, no self-gratification. No Short-term gratification. You just do what you got to do. And, and that's it. And um, you become successful. And again, entrepreneurship may not be for everyone. And if you are professional, right. you just be focused on your job. You know, um, again, be disciplined. Educate yourself. Don't just be complacent and, and stay one place in the organization. You know, if you may not be able to move up, you could always move laterally to a different department in order for you to move up. Yeah. Or just start a podcast. Yeah, start a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you could visit us, Dazzle Magazine, online at dazzlethemag.com. You can visit us on any social media platform, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, YouTube. Dazzle the Mag, and if you want to know about one to three digital services, one to three digital limited.com. What if they want to contact you directly? Um, just on all social media platforms, Rankin Morgan, you just search for it. That, that's my brand. Nobody else named Rankin Morgan. I would be the first one that pops up. Right? My Gmail and even one three is ranking.morgan at gmail.com or ranking.morgan at one to three digital.com. Yeah. Podcast World, there you have it. Dazzle Magazine, the entrepreneur leading all the entrepreneurs across yeah. Eastern Caribbean. Thank you for right. having me. Yes. And I'll see you in July. In July, probably, even, probably sooner, you never know. <laughs> Podcast World, Kevin Studios, we are out. Bye.